I'm suiting up! Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Outline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Nicolias and Mage of Death. <laughs> See, I think I, I think I've got it down, you're, like just you're, how you're he get, likes it. You're getting it, get it, you're good. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, speaking of mage, why don't you go over last week's poll? Uh, yeah, well, the last week that we posted yes, after we, the fact poll question. Yes. So we did a big card review mm-hmm. uh, podcast last week, and so kind of after the fact, it wasn't on the actual recording itself. I asked you, the audience. To let us know what class besides Demon Hunter, besides Demon Hunter, mm-hmm. are you most excited to play during Ashes of Outland? We had 34 votes, and the winner was Paladin of the options that I gave. Paladin, then uh, Mage was second with 20.6. Rogue was third with 17.6. We had five other votes. Three of those were for Hunter, and two of those were for Warlock. So there was five different classes that were represented uh, with votes in our polls. So thank you to all of you that voted, and we will be giving you another poll question at the end of this episode. Exactly. So news, um, other than I'm going crazy inside, (laughs) we were talking about it before the show started, uh, we're all going we're all a little bit stir crazy here so um we are now in the year of the phoenix goodbye witchwood boom and rustcon's rumble hello ashes of outland so uh, yeah yeah exactly things are interesting um so the other thing is better pack opening with uh, duplicate protection, I have opened my packs and I felt like pack uh, duplication was very nice. Um, I think I got every epic, maybe not two of them or close to them, but like I got I got most of the epics right out of the gate, and that was very very refreshing. How, how many packs did you end up opening then? Uh, one hundred and seventy three. Wow. Okay. I opened yeah. 60. <laughs> I got all the commons and most of the rares, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only got two uh, two legendaries, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the the 90 pack bundle would if you got that one, I think you get all the commons, all the rares, uh and then you get some of the the epics and obviously a few legendaries. And so I, I was just I'm I'm wondering where that line is, I guess, for uh, to get all of the epics and where, what how many packs that would take in order for that to happen. So, so I I I think I'm missing maybe one or two epic, but like um, everything I've gone to, I've only had to maybe craft one. I I, I mean, I've only had to craft one at actually. No, I, I haven't had to craft an epic yet, but I noticed okay. there are a few that I have only one of, but that's a a real uh, stern contrast to having like eight of one specific one. I feel like I feel like it feels better. Um, if I'm not mistaken. So like every class 
except for Demon Hunter gets two. Demon, oh yeah, including Demon Hunter, they, everyone gets two. Mm-hmm. And I think there are five in the neutral set. I can't actually remember the number, but if that's the case, um, then there would be like fifty that you would have to get. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, like because in, in counting two of each, right? Yeah, right. Uh, there'd be like 50 and if you say like an average of one epic every five packs that'd probably be like 250 mm-hmm. so yeah i guess so like i that, got that's close pretty absurd like yeah. i don't think um you need to have ev- not every single epic is going to be playable and um yeah, know, but the problem lucky. the problem is it's just finding the ones that actually are playable, right? Yeah, I, I'm really good at finding the epics that aren't playable. Yeah, well, it's now void just making sure that you're not going to get like, ten of those ones. Right? Exactly. Yes, that's that. The, so I have not opened my packs yet, but that is the that ed, the epic protection. I think is the thing that's really because uh, I end up I bought both the pre orders bundles, so I'm I I always get all the commons and rares it's what percentage of the actual epics uh do i get and you know it typically ends up being that maybe the uh, what ends up happening is i end up getting a whole bunch of the ones that end up being pretty terrible and the ones that actually do see play especially early on uh the ones that kind of look powerful before you before when you're when you're theory crafting those are the ones i'm always missing <laughs> it seems like <laughs> well let's put it this way yeah i feel like you'll probably get most of, how much like how many do you think you're gonna open all together because you have 145 from your two pre-orders right now yeah i'll probably open a little bit over 200 with the gold that i have saved up as well yeah i had 8300 gold and i bought the 90 i generally buy the larger pre-order and then bank my gold pretty much through one entire expansion and then i blow it all when the expansion comes out so right so that was 173 i was very grateful um and the 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 best thing was the free pack they gave me i blew another legendary on the free pack they gave me yeah it was it was ridiculous because i got a legendary it felt really feast and famine opening because I literally was one pack away from the pity timer twice, and then oh. I, twice, and then I'd get like three within ten packs, and like I pulled a legendary at th- when I had three packs left, and then I pulled one on the free pack they gave me. So I think I got thirteen um, with the legendary they gave me all in all. So I feel like I did pretty well, um, a little above average. So, and the, the epic protection really makes me feel better about, um, opening packs because I'm not, I'm like, I'm not worried about having to spend like 4,800 dust in epics. Yeah. So, and I still, ugh, I still with dusting extras, I still pulled in like 4,500 dust maybe, um, Maybe like I don't remember. I was at thirty five thousand dust when I started. Um, after I de- disenchanted everything, and then I crafted uh, both Demon Hunter legendaries and Myav, and those are the only things I've crafted so far. Yeah, so. those are probably the only one hundred percent safe crafts right now. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait until next week 
before you do anything else, although I will say that uh, the rogue legendaries are pretty sweet. <laughs> I I was I was just having fun playing like secret after secret after secret. It was yeah. just like it was like, oh, here's freezing trap in Hunter or in uh Rogue. This is hilarious. And Blackjack Stunner is as enraging and rewarding as you thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like Bamboozle has been amazing watching them like attack into this uh, you know, one, two, or whatever, and it's like, oh, by the way, this now has four attack. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you know, that's been pretty fun. Ambush, um, ambush is. Um, I think it's gonna be become worse as time goes on, but right now it's good because people aren't thinking about it. The, yeah, it's just good to have as a one of. I think. But, yeah. Um, and dirty tricks is phenomenal. Just yes, like that. There's a surprising amount of card draw between dirty tricks and the epic. Yeah. The three three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So let's move on. Uh, April first, not a joke. We got a new ladder <laughs> implemented. Um, and how does uh, everyone feel going from bronze ten? I'm at diamond three right now. I was at diamond one day one. So or diamond five, excuse me. I went down to diamond five day one. So the climb felt okay. It wasn't. With it the, wasn't with too, a 10x mod, yes. uh, multiplier, right? I I had a 10x multiplier because I was at my high point was rank one four stars for uh, March. So, um, yeah, it it felt fine. It went quick. It went through like the early ranks pretty pretty quickly, and I got a win streak, and I blew through silver and gold. Um, lost a few times in platinum, picked up another one streak, and I hit diamond pretty easily. So, um, it looks intimidating at first, but like they said, if you're already in the like, like one to five in legend ranks, it's going to be an easier climb. And it felt like an easier climb to me. So, yeah, so. My I did get the eleven X multiplier, which made my life pretty easy. Um, I've already hit legend. I did done. I think on the fourth. Um, but it's kind of weird. So like, you lose a lot more games, and you everybody starts at bronze ten, which is kind. It's just really weird to like be losing games at like the lowest score, <laughs> and it's like. No, this is normal. This is fine. And it's like doesn't feel fine. Um, and you don't even things... lose stars at the yeah. bronze rank either yeah. at any point. Like and one so... of the other games I play is TFT. Um, and every four months they do a ranked reset with the new set, right? And you drop down. And it's still the same thing there. It's like I'm a diamond player in TFT and it feels weird to be like losing games in iron or bronze and but then when you win it's like here's 300 point LP or like in this here's 22 stars you know it's like okay cool why aren't I just starting at a higher level I don't it, I, you know it's what whatever. I, it's whatever I feel like I feel like it's aimed at the more casual player I yeah. feel like it, in like you're still able to get to legend. You were going to get to legend anyways, so they made it a little easier for 
the higher end players to get to legend a little bit less of a grind and the the lower end players it makes it like oh i just got a five star bonus you know i got 10 stars for winning one game this is really cool you know i i think that's what it's aimed at well that was my going to be my other thing which okay. is that um it from what i've seen in the community it seems like it's hard to climb once you if you're not like a um rank one or legend player and if you're not getting that 10x to 11x multiple it can get really hard to climb um because you're like you're running out of of multiplier once you hit diamond and then it's like i have to win plus 30 games to get to legend like that's an obscene amount um you know at the start of uh, the season before like when you start at uh, rank four zero stars that's plus 21 to get to legend Mm-hmm. Which is still a bit of a pain, right? Like, um, you know, the people who are going to get the uh, 8x or 9x multiplier probably, you know, they're not legend players, obviously. Obviously, would be getting the 10 or 11. Um, but it feels like it's harder to get a one-month run to legend. You know, when I was level, when I was... Uh, just starting to get good at the game you know i'd get to like rank five every month and then you know i made one month i made the decision you know i was going to get to legend i'm going to plan out my month and do all these things and it was like the and i made legend you know like i planned around but it was a one month process this feels like if you're like a diamond 10 or plat five player it's going to be like a two or three month journey for you which feels probably yeah. not very Un- good unless you do a lot of grinding in that yeah because right? it's a lot of stars so with the one x multiplier so so my my counter argument would be is that like i feel like the players who are lower than that like mage you were uh you were in what rank when when march ended what rank were you i like on NA? Yeah, just NA. I was, at, I, was, I was at rank 2. Yeah. I think pretty much most of the, the 1 through 5 ranks got 10 stars. The 10 star bonus. I am not 100% sure. But the people I've seen, pretty much everyone said they had the 10 stars and they were 1 to 5 players. Okay. Now, so, you get the 2 star bonus all the way up to plat, or uh, diamond 5. And then you have 15 games to win to get to Legend, as opposed to 25 games to hit Legend in the old system. From rank rank 5. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like, like the the easy part is getting to the full, like, Diamond 5. Once you're at Diamond 5, it's less of a... Less of a struggle to get down to legend. Now I haven't hit legend yet, but I'm at rank three. And this month, this point in the month, I'm usually at rank five or somewhere in rank four. You know what I mean? Like I'm kicking around between the rank four and I haven't gotten a chance to get a serious push yet because I'm battling with the normal people who are hitting legend every month. So I feel like I've made more progress this month already by the 7th than I have by the 7th on most other months. 
yeah, I'm just curious how that will, how that feeling will be for the people who hit like rank ten. You know, are they going to still be satisfied hitting what's the equivalent, like plat ten or something? Are they going to be satisfied? Are they going to be consistently getting to that, and then are they going to be able to progress to like plat five or even diamond ten, or is it going to be one of those things where without the star multiplier and you know the 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 amount of stars, the amount of wins that you need to get to a new floor, is it going to be? harder to improve so my guess is it's going to be easier just because you can still win streak up to diamond five which you could before but there's 25 you know every every five ranks is 15 game you know 15 stars as opposed to you know what was it it's four stars between 15 and 10 and then five stars between 10 and one you, correct there's five stars yeah. Per, yeah so it feels like you need less games and you can still streak to what is essentially ivy view and i could be wrong on this but to me in my mind um diamond five is rank five um i think it was supposed to be like diamond 10 but i don't know oh Cause, it, cause, like, yeah, like diamond ten is five, plat ten is ten, um, gold ten is fifteen. Okay. Silver ten is twenty, and then bronze ten is twenty-five. That's how I thought it was broken down. Okay. I guess. Yeah, but, I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, but that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, I was able to get to that rank four pretty easily because even. With things, I still had two stars, but given given the fact that I came into it with ten star multiplier, so this is my experience. Yeah. So like, I can't say for a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I think like my question is going to be like a multi multi month answer required because it's going to be like who people who have like a lower multiplier, like what is their progress over like the next three or four months that's what i'm more interested in obviously i can't get an answer into that until like the summer so i'm I'm just going to keep an eye on that i guess so i i will tell so two things one i would say first off it it definitely felt interesting to have a losing record but still feeling like you're making progress because you're moving mm-hmm. up the ladder which mm-hmm. was really nice because it really then did feel like you weren't punished because of somebody nut draws and you just lose the game outright. It's not, it doesn't feel nearly as punishing because if you win the next game, you've, you've gained more than enough stars. The only thing that sucked is if that was like the win streak game, right? Where Mm -hmm. you would get double and then it, then it feels a little punishing, but it's like, it's still, it's not bad. And I managed to get to, to, diamond 10 which is where i'm currently at in in about 20 26 games i've played this month in this new ladder system and i i managed to kind of i i had a couple win streaks uh not at the very bottom when i would have gotten the most number of stars but you know eight and uh eight and nine and i think i had a win streak at like five or six multiplier and so it really did kind of push you through those ranks pretty fast and i was thinking 
man, if I had the same record in the old system, I would, <laughs> I would be nowhere near uh, feeling as good about where I'm at right now. So I, I really like the fact that it feels like you're actually progressing, which is, which is, you know, something that kind of fell by the wayside when, when they did the only going back four ranks, because it didn't feel like you were as far away from where, where you had ended up. And I, I don't know, it just didn't feel like even if I made up those ranks, it didn't really feel like I was progressing. So the, okay. the other thing I would say is over on the EU, where I don't play as often, I had the 8x multiplier. I had gotten to rank 10 the previous month. And I've played a few games with that. And, and like at the bottom there, it doesn't really, it, like the matchmaking doesn't feel any different from what I, what I was facing before. But it does feel a little daunting that I know once I hit like platinum five, I I am going to be out of multiplier, and so uh, over there. And so if I wanted to make a serious push, it would be one at a time or two at a time until diamond five, at least without with a win streak. And, and to your point, that suddenly feels like a, a lot more of a grind. But I don't know. If it feels any different than, say, trying to get from, you know, trying to progress past rank 10 did in the old system, which is, you know, that point where I ended up the, the last month. And so I, I I think there is something to what you're saying, Nicolaius. I think there is a, a bit more of a grind if you don't have the the, the, the top, uh, like the top 10, the, the 10x multiplier to, so that you can get all the way to the wins, you know, the end of win streaks without, without, uh, with an extra bonus attached to it. And so I, because the games are supposed to be, you know, more competitive, uh, it definitely feels like, you know, in the old system, you were going up against somebody that's at the same rank as you. So it doesn't necessarily mean they were at the same, same skill at, as you. And so it does feel like, in this new system, once I lose that multiplier, even though there's less stars that I need to get, it's going to be more difficult for me to get those stars because I'm facing opponents that are at my skill level. And so yeah. there's a better better chance that it's going to be a 50-50 game, probably, right? Mm-hmm. So. so. Okay. There was, so... A, there was a really good FAQ that was posted on Reddit by, by Blizzard that talked about the matchmaking and why they're doing like the hidden MMR for the matchmaking and, and that sort of thing. And they did break down going forward the minimum number of star bonus that you would get by reaching a certain point. And so like going, so like at the end of this month, if you get platinum five, you're going to get at least a seven X multiplier next month. And it could go up from there based on, on your MMR. So there, they have like a floor thing there. And so that's, so so that's what you're going to have to do is it, like if you're getting to if you're one of those players that's running out of the multiplier, you're going to want to be able you're going to want to have a really good win rate. So then next month you can actually get a higher MMR than the base one so that you can make that progression better. OK, Um, if we can find that, um, if you can link that to me, Mage, I'll put it in the description for the show um, on Podbean. So. Okay, main topic, Ash of Outlands is out. So, first 
impression. Okay, everybody's playing Demon Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> literally Shocker. every single person is playing Demon Hunter, not only because it's a new class, but because it is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing some decks with like over a 70% win rate with them. Um, I think overall it's well into the 60s, like average, um, which basically means the entire class is busted. <laughs> well, when you're only playing Demon Hunter against Demon Hunter, <laughs> that brings the average down. <laughs> Yeah, because then I guess... the win rate between the two is fifty percent, and it's oh, that's getting fair. like sixty percent. Yeah. yeah, so it's basically winning almost everything. Um, there are some cards that are already being called for nerfs, namely Skull of Gul'dan. Yes, um, because it's absolutely absolutely insane. Um, Metamorphosis has actually also been pretty nuts every time I've seen it. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the demon, the seven six de- mistress of pain, or what was it? Yeah, mistress? that's been decent. Yeah, I've seen. I mean, it feels very solid. That doesn't seem busted, but it seems solid. No, it's yeah, it seems good. Um, yeah, everybody's playing demon hunter, so probably the best way to play right now, if you're not playing demon hunter, is to find something that beats it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it a couple ways uh you can do like the warlock which is here's all of the removal and all of this health gain and by the way sack pact is still a card Mm -hmm. so you're just never dealing enough damage or you can do what i am doing and say you're aggro no i'm aggro i'm playing the (laughs) ninja rogue and i am going under you (laughs) also also i will say that um the artificer, the Mosha or Morshog, I can't remember the two four demon that oh, yeah. doubles all damage to minions. That's yeah, really breath. good. Yeah, then with Nether Breath, that's really good. <laughs> I missed oh, that. Um... That's a nice eight eight you have there. Bam! I heal for eight. <laughs> yeah, I definitely missed that. Um, who knows if that's gonna be like. That that seems like something that's still gonna be played after day one, but yeah. like it's getting a lot of value right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and healing for eight. I mean, Demon Hunter can put out a lot of damage, but healing for eight and being able to be like any demon you put on the board, I'm going to sack pack, you know, if it's that big of an impression. Yeah. yeah zero yeah. mana card, heal for five, destroy their minion. That imagine that, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. Shocking! Demons everywhere. Sack pack becomes uh, MVP. Yes. Yeah. And as I was saying, uh, going under them, th- I've been playing Ninja Rogue. Is I don't know if that's the name. I'm, that's what I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. It's basically taking the secret package and the stealth package, adding it prep, cold blood, abyss, and Worgen infiltrator, and that's basically it. Oh, oh and Edwin. Um, and yeah. it's actually pretty insane <laughs> i was gonna say I, demon hunter can't deal with an potentially if they run the silence card they could deal with an early edwin but still yeah and they don't have a lot like they do have a little bit of aoe mm-hmm. so they could but like the most popular variants are not um like the mid-range and the aggro demon hunters aren't running any aoe because they're not control obviously um, so they don't have any way to interact with the stealth minions. And mm-hmm. then the slower demon hunters that can are also not putting on any pressure. So it's a lot easier to actually have a minion 
you'll like stick stick a minion, have it uh, cold blooded up, and just go phased for like <laughs> twenty. The, the mm. way Rogue was meant to be played, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels very natural for Rogue. Yeah, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I um, ten and four with it, and eight and two versus Demon Hunter. Nice. So, uh, also, de- you'll definitely imp- have to share that deck. Yeah. First impressions. <laughs> every single dormant minion sucks. Oh my god. Yeah, bad. it's bad. Literally every single one of them. I don't know if like the the Demon Hunter one is good in like when you're playing against a slower deck or something, but every time. Like it is it, deck, it, so every time I've seen it, they've died the next turn. Let's put it this way: I've I was playing like a mid rangey can kind of more controly demon hunter that was focusing on attacking. Yeah. Um, if the if the board was being if there was a lot of action on the board, I wasn't playing that on five. I probably wasn't playing it. But if it was a, like a priest that was going super slow or, you know, someone that was trying to be more controlly, I was like, yeah, I will drop this on turn five, turn four if I can play two of them back to back and like, <laughs> here's 10 damage. It worked well against Druid, too. So, like, I feel yeah, like so I feel like in a certain deck, that one is it's niche, but it's still binging on not super playable because yeah there are certain matchups you just can't play the card it's like you play this you die yeah it's been really really fringe and i don't think any of the other dormant minions are good like in any world no um i mean we'll have to see what happens after a week see if like the meta slows down a little bit but it's going super fast right now and the dormant minions just have no chance to to you're, you're Saying I'm not doing anything for this turn. It's worse than hero powering, which is already mana inefficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so, absolutely, yeah, completely <laughs> unimpressed with them. Unless you you're really, the demon hunter. <laughs> yes. You you really have to like assess the board and assess the possibility of what damage can be dealt in the time that you're trying to invest this this turn. And and I think that there's some people that that are looking it's like oh this is this is the on curve play and it's going to be great in two turns but the problem is especially against a real aggressive meta like any meta is right at the very start you're going to be dead in two <laughs> turns so yeah. you really should be kind of yeah, uh, avoiding I mean, avoiding those things it's a I mechanic mean, then, i was going to say go ahead. as an example for one of the games that i played i had like nothing on the board Demon Hunter plays the dormant guy on turn five, goes into my turn six. At the end of the turn, I have an 8-8 eight, eight Edwin, a 1-3, and a 3-3, I think. And then I killed him before the thing awoke. I killed him the next turn. And he was at 20 health. Like, mm-hmm. just taking that fi- that turn, it's like, oh, there's nothing on the board. I can afford to play as nothing for five mana. Hmm. And then the next turn, you're dead. Like, you, you just don't have the time. Yeah, yeah, I don't... It just seemed like what what got me was like this was like a mechanic that feels like it needed some sort of support to make it work. And they're just like, here's Dormant. And it's like, okay, this is pretty awful. Like, the only way Dormant worked was like, I think the only Dormant minion that was playable was Sherzan, the Corpse Flower. 
It was playable for exactly one set, and it, because it didn't start dormant. Yes, um, exactly. It's it was playable in exactly Journey to Angoro, and then once the next set came out, it never saw any play after that. To yeah, be exactly. Fair, that, we had like Keloseth and stuff like that, and uh, Death Knights come out, so it was a bit tougher to compete. Um, but yeah, like you could res it multiple times, and it it saw a play for one set. We, the Darkness never saw significant play. Um, I don't see any of these dormant guys seeing play. Um, yeah, like I mean, maybe the only one I could think of. Like I, I haven't given up on Meg Theridan yet. I haven't played him. I haven't seen him. But the fact that you can at least somewhat control when he's coming up, like yeah. you can do that. Like you can play him on turn four and then turn five, crazy another wing, and the entire board is dead. Or mm-hmm. you can hold it and be like, I dare you to develop a board. You're only dealing three damage to me with these one threes, you know? And then the instant that you do something powerful, I'm just going to clear it and your board is gone. Um, but that still probably requires a somewhat slower meta than what we have right now because I can't imagine a world in which giving your Demon Hunter opponent three one threes is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's They're happy it's with one ones. Yeah. It seems like the dormant cards need like more taunts and more healing in order for them to actually be able to 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 make up for that that loss of tempo the turn that you're playing them. And yeah, they have to have some sort of major impact. Like, and like, like if they had well, Zilliacs yeah, or something. Yeah, I was about that, to say the biggest change from today, yesterday to today, is there is no Zilliacs. Yeah, that is yeah. the biggest change, and that's if, huge. It is, yeah. it is yeah. a taunt, it is a heal all in one, and, you know, magnetizing, you know, I'm watching a, a hunter play Dragonbane, and I'm like, oh god, how terrifying was that card when Zilliax was still in play? Yeah, and like, because there's no universal life gain, basically, anymore, unless you're playing Earthen Farseer, lol. Like, <laughs> like, you don't have to worry about your hunter opponent just randomly gaining six health out of nowhere and being like, well, I guess I don't have lethal anymore. Yeah. You know? Or your rogue opponent, like, now the only armor, the only health gain they have is playing Galakron for five armor. That's it. Exactly. You know? Like, Zilliax was such a... It, I mean, we saw the statistics. They were like, uh, HS Replay put up this infographic or something, but the most... Car- uh, most played cards from uh, the Year of the Raven that were rotating, and Zilliax was in like 50% of all decks. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, like, if you were any sort of deck that wasn't just like super duper aggro, there's a good chance Zilliax was in your deck. Yeah. Um, so, I it's, mean. It's insane how... The lack of neutral, like the like, I mean, we've said it so many times when anti keelbutt rotated, the lack of neutral healing and aggro just took off. Now Zilliax has gone. The lack of neutral healing, aggro is just taking off. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get a good um, neutral minion to kind of not replace it, but it takes up that slot in Maev. Um, mm-hmm. And she has been fantastic from what I've seen. Oh yeah. Um, Getting through taunts, getting through lifesteal, getting through... I just don't want to deal with this minion for two turns, you know? Um, you know, that's been and fantastic it, when it's been played. 
And the thing with that is it's two of your opponent's opponent's turns. And they still can't, unless they have rush, they still can't attack when they wake up. So it's not like they wake up active. They wake up with summoner sickness. It's it's basically freezing them for two turns is what it is, unless you can now get through the taunt or whatever, right? So um, sometimes freezing for two turns is just good enough. And sometimes they have that like the priest prime that they play down and it's like, lol, <laughs> that thing's going to be Dorant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's that card is so good. Like it's yeah. just so ridiculous. I love it. It's a very, it's such an interesting card because I feel like that's a skill card. Like, yes, you can easily find um times to play it but like that is a skill tester i feel like Maev is a skill tester card so like being yeah, able I, to save it and use it in the correct situation 100 percent skill test i agree so um what else to play um i've seen pure paladin yeah it did pretty good you know it seems pretty good at stopping aggro um it has I'm, taunts it has he he did have the nut draw on me, but you know when you have the taunts, <laughs> when you have the Librams, yeah. Um, when you have the life gain, it's pretty hard to get through all that. Um, mm-hmm. So like that seems decent. Um, apparently, there's a big druid going around that seems good. Yeah, I cool. saw that dog was coming up with it. I didn't quite figure it out looking at it, but that doesn't yeah. mean anything. Um, first impressions. For I haven't seen a shaman, so I can't even give any semblance. Besides, it's probably trash. I wait, uh, wait. <laughs> I saw Brian Kibler playing it on stream, so that oh, okay. speaks to the quality. <laughs> <laughs> if Kibler is playing it well, you know um, it's good. <laughs> yeah, and then mage and priest are just dumpster tier from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yes. I don't, I can't think of any reason to play those two classes. Yeah, I was watching Bodicus try and get a Highlander mage going, and he was, he was not having, it, it was not working. Thank yeah. God, Zilliac's <laughs> Pocket Galaxy is yeah. gone. Screw that card so much. Yeah, I, Luna, Luna's gone. Zilliac's gone. Arcane Keysmith is gone. Deck is gone. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, screw that. And then the Spell Mage is such a laughable archetype. Oh my God. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I haven't seen anyone even do remotely well with it. Um, it it seems one of, one of the worst things you could be doing. And also, then I haven't seen like any priest do anything well because there's too too much efficient removal um, and too much aggro that they can't actually deal with it. Mm-hmm. You just keep pushing them until they run out of stuff, and then it's like. What are you going to do now? Like, oh, die? <laughs> yeah, taunt and life gain, it does not matter that much in this game. When, Especially when we have Myav and Kane for Demon Hunter. Yeah. Ignore all your taunts. Um, with Rogue, with the Blackjack Stunner, have fun playing that taunt for, like, two extra mana. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, there's too much efficient ways to get around taunt, and there's not enough life gain to make it actually like survive. It, it, it's not viable. Um, 
again, like this is day one stuff. Things could change. I could be eating my words in two weeks, but like this is day one impressions. Yeah, exactly. That's right. what we're talking about here. So, so this is, these are long term predictions. This is what we've seen after playing the game today. Yeah. So obviously all of this is subject to change and mage will hopefully get your try and remember your day one impressions <laughs> and then we can I, talk I, a little bit of... work working from home i got to watch a, a number of streams today okay i was not able to actually i didn't want to open packs until i could focus on opening packs and then get the chance to play some games immediately after so i i'm doing that right after we do that finish this up so awesome Speaking of being finished, let's go on to this week's poll question. All right. So for this week's poll question, we talked about the new ladder experience that we had uh, uh, for the first few days of of April here. So we'd like to know how was your ex- how did the how did how has your experience on the new ladder felt? And your options are great, uh, good. Uh, it was meh, which is it probably didn't feel all that different than 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 it did uh in the last version of the ladder or this not not so good so let us know vote in this week's poll question let us know what you thought uh how how the ladder felt to you and we will talk about the results on next week's show okay speaking of the show you can find the show on twitter at dr3hs you can find our uh discord by our top pin tweet in the channel or on on my twitter on the discord yeah excuse me on the show's twitter the top pin tweet leaks you to our discord i said it you can email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com and you can find me at on twitter at daring outline nicholas you can find me on Twitter at Nicholas123, also in our Discord and Quint Concedes Discord. And Mage. Alright, you could find me on Twitter at Mage of Death. I am Mage of Death in Discord, in our our Discord, as well as a number of other Hearthstone Discords. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mage of Death as well. Awesome, guys. I think we had a pretty good show this week. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Boom. You are not prepared for boom. <laughs> <laughs> It felt like you had to have Demon Hunter in there. <laughs>